TYH Nation presents Emona at Work with Leibor Schwartz, Episode 8, Jeff Weinberg. How are you? I'm good, how are you? What's your name? Jeff Weinberg. Label Schwartz, thank you so much for coming. Nice to meet you, thanks for um, having me. I was really amazed that when we put this concept out to the world, after I think one or two episodes, we got two emails. There's one guy you gotta put on. And that was you. And I made a joke that, you know, when you, when you come up with a great concept and you think it's the best thing in the world and you start to do it, and then someone says, that's a good idea. I thought of that before. You say, yeah, 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 I thought about it. You know, everyone thought about that before. But when you came to me, you said, now that I thought about that before, I wrote the book and it's published. So I actually want to go to you. Where, you wrote the book, Faith at Work. Where in the world did that come from? So I'm in the mortgage business. I've been working for about 30, 33, 34 years in the business. And as I was working and trying to do my best, if I would not be successful in a deal, I would get upset, I'd get angry, I'd get stressed out. Like you know, any typical person in the business like world. Like a human. Like a human being. And, um, you know, get angry, come home and take it home with me. And I would come to shul and hear my rough speaking and hear other rabbis speaking about how we have to believe, and we're not supposed to be like that if we're Orthodox Jews. And it started sinking in a lot. But is it a little hard to hear someone who's not particularly in that field? Like, it's, it's easy for my consultant who's not sitting with, in the day-to-day. Right. When you go to the rub, he says, you know, don't be pressured when it comes to... Hold on a second. Have you ever tried to close a sale? Right. Was that a challenge? Not at all, because uh, my rub, of Moshe Weinberger here in Woodmere, um, is very in tune with what's going on in the world. And... Um, from somebody like him, it's easy to hear and it's easy to accept. Yes. And other rabbi that I've heard from, and you know, I think when you're coming from a Torah world, even if you're not in that world, I think you can relate and understand and, and explain it. There's um, amazing Rev. Uh, Rev. Biederman who puts out amazing Dere Torah every Shabbos. He sits in B'nai Brock and learns all day. And when you read his, read his Dere Torah, I don't know if he ever did, it's like he's at the office every day about Emunah, Parnassah, and it's an amazing thing. So if you have, I believe if you have that Torah knowledge, you don't have to be in the office. Which is so interesting. My business strategist, David Wanunu, and my Rosh Hashiva are Chavrusas. They're the only Chavrusas, right? He's the only one I ever heard from the Rosh Hashiva. And he tells me all the time, he says, I don't understand how Rabbi Gluck understands so much about the world and business just through learning. It's like, it's all there. It's all there. It's, it's all, all there. there. 100%. It's 100% there. So as, you know, going back to why I put that together is, you know, over the years I would start writing down Divrei Torah from the Parshas that I heard from my Rav, from other Rebbeim. And I put them down and I sorted out by Parsha. And I started to try to apply that to my world. And I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress. It's not, it's not something that I'm an expert at. But um, I felt it was a need. About eight months ago, it finally uh, came out. And I'm very excited about it. What's the response been like? I, I've been surprised. A lot of people have come over to me and have said that they, it's changed a lot uh, the way they, they do their work. They like it because it's coming not from a rabbi, but from a working person. That's what this is all about. Yeah. Because I spent the first eight and a half years in Kyle, and those were my happiest times. Yeah. And when I made that transition, my wife said, it's time, Label, I want you to take over the business. I thought to myself, what's going to be now? You know, like I was such an identity at that point in my life. Mm -hmm. And now that I look back, that was my foundation to be successful now. Mm. And I used to think when I started getting in the business, I I would see other guys that were my age that were 
eight years into the business and I was just coming in. I mean, I ran the business for the first eight and a half years, but they were like, they, and I thought to myself like, did I miss something? I said, hold on a second. I put something away that will never be taken away from me. I built eternity and now I'm gonna utilize that. It's not like I had that and now I'm here. Right. I have that and I'm gonna use that over here. Mm -hmm. And that's what has been the big shift to me. At first it was a big identity crisis. Who am I, what am I? No, it was a hold on a second. I'm that guy, right. but I'm here. And that's, and that's the perfect balance. 100%. If you're working and you believe everything comes from Hashem and you do your hairstylist and you try, then when you sit and you learn, whenever you can find that time and you can put the phone aside, again, if not a doctor and you know, if you need to be on call or whatever, if you're a regular businessman that you know emergencies, and you can put that phone aside because you know that I've, I'm doing my hashtadlis, I've done my hashtadlis, I can sit, I can daven, I don't need to bring the phone into the shul, I can learn, I can put the phone aside. It, the message is that it gives you that yeshiv hadas. But coming from a person in sales, that could be tough. You're essentially running your business. Mm -hmm. That's a challenge because at any moment something can come in, so that... 100%. So again, I, th I think, it takes constant chizuk, um, reinforcing the emiss. And that is that if I'm supposed to get this deal, there's nobody in the world who can get that deal except for me. If Hashem decided that's mine, it's mine. If he decided it's not mine, no matter what I do, I won't get it. Can you mess it up if you're supposed to get it? I guess you can. I mean, look, you know, this week's parsha says, God will bless the masse yadecha, the, the work of your hands. So, you know, when Farshim speak, that, that means... I have to go to work and I have to do it. So I can't sit in bed and relax and you know, go to the beach all day and expect it to come in. I have to try and have to do my hashtadlis. But I, I guess you can, right? I mean, you know, you still have to try, but what's decided for you is gonna be yours. You do your hashtadlis, your normal hashtadlis, we know where it's coming from. So, right, you can go crazy, right? I'm sitting in Shul Monday and Tuesday shaking my lulav and my competitor is going after my biggest clients, right? So if you don't believe, you can go crazy. So part of this is all and living a calm life. Which the craziest part is, if you do shake that lulav, that's the solution to everything. 100%. The more, and the, the more you believe in that, the more it's there for you. It's, it's, it's a reciprocal relationship. The more we put into it, the more he's there for us. I mean, he's there for us all the time, but we have to have that relationship with him. It's like any relationship. Right. It's like, just like your business relationships, right? You do things for your clients and your vendors that go beyond what business calls for. Right. But that's what builds the relationship, 100%. And then they feel that you're there for them. When you do do a great deal, and it does go through, how do you deal with that with a motor? There are certain places when something really rocks and it hits and you think to yourself, man, that was incredible. Right? But there's a side of Amuna. We talk about Amuna, what happens when it doesn't go well. Right. But there's a conversation to happen. What happens when, how do you have Amuna when it does go well? Right. I think recognizing where it comes from. The same way you, if you lose that deal, you don't get that position. A deal that goes through and it's successful, you know, thank Hashem as much as you do that. But you know what I mean, not to let it get to your head. 100%. Yeah, brainstorming meetings, you know, what do we do here? What do we do that? Oh, I figured it out. It was my thing. I'm such a... Oh! Brilliant. I'm such a genius. Wait a second. Who gave you that brain to think about? Who put that idea into your head? We check the egos at the door when we come to work. That's how it's got to be. Hashem, it's you. If I get that idea to call this guy and I figure out how to get his deal done, it's from you. It's not from me. So if you can train yourself to do that, it doesn't go to your head because you know it's not me. 
My Rishir says all the time, it's never as good as it seems, and it's never as bad as it appears. Mm-hmm. Meaning, it, it, that thing, it's, at any moment, things could fall, things are good, at any moment, things could fall through. 100%. Rabbi Waxman says a, a, an interesting line that has always stuck with me. He said, a, a religious Jew's mood should not go up and down with the stock market. Right? And that's, you know, we're, like you said, we're human beings, right? You lose a deal, you, 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 normally, normal people come home sad and you know, maybe they'll take it out on the, you know, the kid spills and the, the orange juice on the table when you come home after a day when you had a bad day. It's not easy. So who's, who's driving those stocks? We know the answer. It's just hard to, it's hard to live that way all the time. So do you feel that sometimes being the one who's forging the movement, someone who's writing the book, that you almost have to hold yourself to an even higher standard. I think about it making this podcast. Like, who am I to be the one making a podcast? I'm just doing it because no one else did. Yeah. You know, I, I have to hold myself to a higher standard because of who I am. I'm a religious Jew. If the offshoot of that is, you know, sending a message to other people, that's great. When you wear a yarmulke out there and you're in a place where it's from and not from, people are watching you. Everywhere you go in the... Waiting online in the drugstore at the bank and it's taking a long time, you gotta be careful. So um, I hold myself to a higher standard because I mean, I try to hold myself to a higher standard because that's what we're supposed to do. And you know, if, if that affects people around me, then that's great. And when you're in a certain field, you know that guy that's in music, no matter who he talks to, he's talking about music. He could be talking to the janitor, to the mm-hmm. Shiva, the, it always ends up in music. Yes. How about in the house? Mm-hmm with the kids, that's when they see the biggest challenge. That's when you're stressed, that's when things. I think the message is the same. These are the kids that I have. This is the situation that I have. Hashem gave me my wife these children because we can bring them up the right way. It was a mistake. Um, what goes on in the house, what goes on in our lives, always has to turn back to, this is what Hashem's doing. He wants me to do, handle this in the right way. I'll make mistakes, I'll get angry. You know, if, if I lose it, I lose it. And, you, know, you, you get right back up afterwards. What happens when you do? It's tough, you know, it happens and, you know, you lose it. The kid's not behaving so properly. And, um, you know, I think you have to come back and, you know, sometimes you have to say sorry, even, even to a nine-year-old kid that, that he had a hard day today and it shouldn't be done. But, you know, you start fresh and everybody always has their challenges. But um, that's the best. Yeah. Patty was wrong. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saying that. And, um, you know, we're human beings, like we said. And, you know, the beauty is we come right back. Next morning, Modani, we start fresh again. I love you. You know, give him a hug and a kiss, and let's move on. But uh, you know, of course, it's going to happen. But that's the challenge in life. But I think, the, I think the you know the foundation is the same thing. Amuna, what does Hashem want me to do in this in this situation right now? Um, you know, I think that's that's the, that's the question. And and the attitude that you come home with um, also is is important. How you walk into the house after a day at work. You know, I personally leave my phone in the car when I come home because. You know, I don't have to deal with emergencies, thank God. And I'm, you know, I leave the phone. I come in. Try if I'm home early enough, we'll have we'll have dinner together. Um, and you know, it's all in the attitude. But you can't fake that. Kids will know that, and, and people will know that. You have to work on that, and you have to believe it. I learned with my mom um, living with Amuna. I try to do everyday story with her. It's amazing because I'm doing this for 33 years, and it's not like automatic autopilot. It just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It's constant. You lose a deal, somebody else picks up the deal. Why didn't I get there? What happened? Whoa, 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 time out. I believe that it wasn't my deal. 
but can you still go back and reassess to become a better practitioner? Yeah, I think so, because you, you could make mistakes along the way. Again, Hashem runs everything, we believe that, but you mistakes could make mistakes. Mistakes mean that we're supposed to make a mistake, right? I mean, that, but that's, this, is, this, is the, this is where we're learning. Yeah, 100%. We worked on a large deal in our, in our company about 10 years ago, I want to say, and um, it was an existing client of ours that we thought we had control over, and it was, a, it was a pretty big deal for the firm, and a lot of guys were involved. And um, we were just about ready to you know, sign it up, and we got a phone call from our client that we, we took a diff- we're going with a different uh, group. And there were a lot of different reactions in the office. Some people were understandably upset. We, you know, you, you, you gave us your word, you know, so to speak, and we had this done, and you, you're coming with us. And you know, at that point, that was a test for me because that would, you know, 25 years ago, I would have lost it and, you know, maybe say, maybe say what'd you do? I went so hard. And I said, wait a second, let me take a step back. This is a test. And I stepped back, you know, somebody that I was dealing with said, you know, you can't, you can't do this. I'll make sure your deal doesn't close. You know, it got very, very messy. And I said, wait a second, you know, we're a young company. This is not the right way to do it. And I called up the client and said, look, I don't know what happened here. So he told me, look, one of the other partners had somebody else they brought in and, you know, they're doing it. I said, okay, look, let's, Let's work on the other stuff that we're working on. But you got to make me a deal. This deal, now mortgages come to every five, seven, or 10 years. I said, you got to give me first crack at this deal when it comes about the next time. And he says, you got it. And fast forward, six and a half, seven years later, we did that deal. So, you know, sometimes it's not meant to be now. It's meant to be seven years later. Sometimes it's not meant to be now and not meant to be later. So you have to, you know, work on that and, and give yourself physic with that. So there it did happen. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a nice story. One of my, one of my favorite stories. But to have clarity, this isn't over, right? I have to be a mensch. I'm re- what is being, a, why does any of the clients love spending time with you? Because of you. And, you, you, and what you can do for them, right? You have to come through for them. But that's fine, but because of you. And when you prove at that moment, that there is, they're waiting to hear what you have to say at right. this point. They know they just trapped you, right? right? They know everything. They know they can either come at this road to get, and you come at them and say, listen, we have a ton more work to do. Give me first crack at the next time. That means we're working together for the next six and a half, seven years. And I'm here for you. And that, that worked out, thank God. So again, those experiences, you know, I think those are tests for us. How do we react? Do we really believe that, you know, it's from him? If I get angry, it means I think it was me. We're not supposed to be angry. We're not supposed to, I'm stressed out, I can't deal. We're not supposed to say, there's not enough time in the day. You ever heard a busy person say that? So you're telling me God made a mistake when he said 24 hours? Okay, so you know better? Yeah. I mean, he, he, he doesn't mean it, but not enough time in the day? What are you talking about? He can deliver in a minute, he can deliver in, in five seconds, right? So, you know, it's an attitude, and it's such a great way to live. And I'm working on myself, you know, I'm still working on it, but, you know, to get there is Yishevedaz Simcha Sachayim. Life's fun. A traffic jam is not aggravating anymore. The plane got delayed or canceled. That's not aggravating. But that's what he like wanted. Amun is like tafla. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. thing, when you're really in it and you really feel it, it's, it's one thing to talk about it. But we've all had that moment 100%. where like, oh, now I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Generally came after, you know, Marashiva says all the time, but you know, if you just win the Powerball, yeah. right? And then the anvil falls on your toe. Right. You're good. Right. <laughs> good. No, I can get another one of those. You know what I mean? And the other way, right? The other way, right. it's the same exact thing. 100%. If I know that it's being run 
by the person who loves me and knows what's best for me. There was an interesting article in one of the Jewish papers recently about <clears throat> the happiest countries in the world. And number one, I don't know how this happened, was Finland. I don't know how they got it. But it said that why were they the happiest country in the world? Because they were more reliant on government and assistance and being taken care of than any other country. So when you rely on somebody, right, that makes you happy, right? That's our, that's our Torah, right? We rely on Hashem. Baruch Hashem is us. And He can deliver, right? He can deliver the goods. When, when we need it, when we, when we need it, if we need it, He can deliver it. So I thought that was a very interesting, you know, article. And uh, by the way, Israel was number nine. Not, really? Yeah, not bad. But uh, Finland was number one because they relied. So when we rely and we know we're taken care of, I don't have to worry. This thing, I think, is the craziest part. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me. This was a really special experience. Yeah. Thank you. This and other episodes are available on our YouTube channel, on your favorite podcast platform, and on our website, tyhnation.com.